You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What's up, everybody? That's Thank hard. You. Dude, so. That's hard. That is the new intro. <laughs> what do you think of that, Kari? I want 10, please. Dude, so uh, <laughs> welcome to episode number 23, the show formerly known as TDL. Now we're the Detroit local. It's a whole mess of a thing. So, so it's just, still TDL. It's still TDL. Yeah. It's We've got a new intro. Right. So I'm saying we're, we're just, uh, it's kind of like episode one, but we're going to roll with episode 23. And I actually got a title for this one. The Jordan episode? Damn it. <laughs> Let me I'm cross mine I out. I don't know what you're going to say, but that's better. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. The Michael Jordan episode. Uh, we are talking today. Car- well, first off, uh, Kari, how's everything going? Uh, everything's cool. Uh, the, the baby's better. I was, I was telling him earlier it, it was going to be iffy for me to get here because uh, the little kid was not feeling great, but he he's dope. So uh, we're all good. So thank you to uh, everyone from this planet. For the positive for your thoughts, kindness. yes. How people, was man. how was Nas at the DSO? I know you went there. Uh, very dope. Um, like honestly, of course Nas was going to be good because it was Illmatic or whatever. But like, man, shout out to the DSO for real. Like what 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 they did. Um, the the they made it so much fuller. You know what I mean? Right. Like it it was just it was just crazy hearing all those different instruments. Uh, and and, and the beats that were made from it coming from an orchestra it was just it was a beautiful thing i felt a whole lot of electricity through my body in the good way um, made you look too yeah absolutely i i was a slave to a page <laughs> in the uh orchestra hall you know what i'm saying <laughs> right. so it was a good time man uh worth every penny man That's i had that. fomo on it everyone was everyone was posting about it. i was like yeah. damn but you know I'm glad you had a good time. So, okay, our guest tonight is a, a gentleman who really needs no introduction. Uh, if you've been around in the arts community whatsoever mm-hmm. over the last 10 years uh, at least, artist, curator, man about town, uh, really good guy, Mr. Matt Eaton. Yes. Debatable. Which part of <laughs> that, it? That, that, that last one. Good guy? All of it. I haven't even <laughs> dove as hell to me so far, man. No, how's it going, man? Thank, first off, thank you so much for coming in. I Absolutely. know that you uh, you just flew in. I yeah. uh, just got back in town from New York. Uh, thank you for making time, man. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. My pleasure, man. Of it's, course. It's, it's already been guys. fun, <laughs> just for the record. Yeah, I mean. So you, uh, I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself. I guess in the, in, well, I want to talk about that and then kind of lead into uh, the Red Bull Arts Detroit. Sure. Uh, well, I, I'm an artist myself um, and I guess arts advocate. Um, <clears throat> broadly speaking, um, from California, grew up in London, England. Um, yeah, my father's I, from here. I wrote born in LA, <laughs> raised in LA, uh, made in Detroit mm-hmm. with like a habitation <laughs> in New York or something. Yeah. So. My, my father was from the area. Um, a lot of my, like several generations of my family in Michigan. Um, so we moved here in the mid nineties. Um, uh, my brother and I were here for a few years and then moved to New York. Okay. And then I was in New York for almost 10 years or well, I can't even remember now. So but, how'd you end up back here? Uh, luck, I'll sure. say. Um, my father had died. My, my mother was trying to go back to school in England to pursue yet another degree because she's amazing. And, um, I agreed to come and help her sell the house they had in Plymouth. Okay. Um, so she could go immediately and not worry about it. And this is like the height of the housing crisis. So that process took 
like a year longer than anticipated. Right. Sure. And I had sublet my apartment in New York, spent all my money. and So um, you are a good dude. I was, I was down, not and, I was down right, and out. Right. <laughs> and I owed it to my mom, believe me. Right. <laughs> we all do. Still owe her. Shout out moms. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then um, started hanging out with, you know, some people that I really love and respect here. Uh, you know, Dan Armand and Jesse Corey, um, you know, did a show at 323 East just down the road in the neighborhood here. Um, and so I just realized I had more time to myself uh, to actually make art rather than like cycling to work right. in, in the snow, working all day, coming back, trying to paint, trying to do things. Um, had more soul feeding time. Yeah, here. no, I, it literally like slowed down here. My sure. heartbeat slowed down and I could really get into things that um, I've pursued my whole life but haven't had the kind of mental capacity to just sit down and kind of – well, it's, it, you have to be intentional with that type of stuff, right? Like yeah, when we all start getting a little bit older, uh, you have less and less time to feed your soul. Absolutely. And, and you're sure. more concerned with, you know, paying the bills or. There's a lot of what, other things happening. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't make that intentional time for yourself to figure out what it is that feeds your soul, you, course, you're going to, I mean, you're going to grind yourself into the ground. Of course. Of course. Then you resent everything. You become jaded and bitter and. Just, Absolutely. It, the, <laughs> Listen to the man. The universe has a way of, uh, of figuring itself out for you though, too, it does, especially when, when you start putting things out into it. You know, I, I like to say though, but when you take a bite out of the universe, the universe will take a bite back. So, <laughs> oh, so be sure. ready for it. So, so you're back in the area and, uh, you, you have this new, I, I guess it was new years ago. The Red Bull Arts Detroit in Eastern Market. Now you're yeah. the curator there. You uh, run it basically. It started as uh, Red Bull House of Art, <clears throat> and technically I was I was the curator, short term residency program for local artists, and every year it would fold in upon itself and evolve and become bigger, <clears throat> and now we're at the point where it's a, you know, um, nine residencies a year uh, in groups of three wow. for three months at a time. Um, they receive a uh, place to stay, all their bills paid, you know, a, a generous stipend, a gallery exhibition at the end where they keep all the sales and support from all kinds of things. And we have, um, you know, a curatorial fellowship that's like a 10-month thing that's a curator works on developing an exhibition that happens in September. Every two months we have a, a writing fellowship where we have a, a special area for writers to come in and work on whatever kind of art criticism or a, a graphic novel. Whatever they're interested in, right? Um, then every single month we have micro grants for local artists only, uh, and those are those are um, needs based, not merit based. So we've evolved um, so much um, in a relatively short period of time, uh, and thank you know, thankfully, um, this is cl as close to what I could have dreamed and hoped for in the beginning, and what I could see the potential of when we started. Um, and to Red Bull's credit, they've you know. <clears throat> let us kind of take ownership over this thing and um kind of set it set its course in a lot of ways and and define what it is and um you know ultimately our our goal is to redefine corporate patronage and that's i feel like that's what we're doing with our space here and our space in new york well uh since we're on the subject i'm 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 a person that's always interested in how how things get started so like do you Seek out Red Bull. Does Red Bull seek you out? Like, how does that work? Uh, it's it's actually quite simple. Um, separate. I had worked with Red Bull a few times in the past in New York and Philadelphia and different things, especially with my brother, who's actually designed cans for them and huge mm -hmm. installations. 
Here specifically, though, while I knew a bunch of people who had worked for Red Bull for a long time, like Meredith Miller here, Rula David, who actually ended up marrying Jesse Corey, um, sought me out, I think, on Jesse's advice. And then we started chatting. And the concept was for me to help her find curators for each group. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that quickly led to all kinds of complex discussions about how that would even work and how to kind of insulate ourselves against one person's vision, um, ironically. And then I took that kind of role for the next few years. And um, I, I just honestly feel like I um, was able to separate my personal taste from all of the selections and choices most of the time and really trying to reward people who are working hard and needed some help. Right. You know, or, um, you know, deserved it because there, there's um, so many amazing artists in this city and um, some are standing in more stable ground than others. So it's, you know, well, I think being an artist things, isn't yeah. stable ground to stand on really un- unless you start getting sure. up into into that upper echelon. It's something that you don't you certainly don't get into for the money right off the bat. It's no, definitely not, a passion, right? Not at all. It's a huge burden. Right. What's the uh, what's the process for artists looking to get involved I know you just did a worldwide call, basically, right? Yeah. Well, now now we have a, a proper red website that kind of is an umbrella for everything, and that's uh, redbullarts.com. You can go look at the New York space, the Detroit space, and um, all of our applications and all the information about everything is on there. Um, so you can check that out, look at it. Our, our social media, too, Red Bull Arts, on like, especially Instagram and Facebook, too. I'm not even on Facebook, so I didn't know what's right. happening there, but... <laughs> Uh, 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 it's not great. I can tell you that much, man. It's, <laughs> there's a lot of noise on Facebook right now. You know, it's, yeah. it's definitely no Instagram, but <laughs> well, that's, I don't know. Well, it is though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I just like looking at a picture and then see later. Keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you? Uh, where are you? Some of your like early influences. Like, how did you start getting on this this art as a career path? Was was there like an impetus <clears throat> that started you out? Sure. Well, I mean. Growing up in Southern California, um, SoCal. Yeah, I mean, I, I punk rock. I was surfing and skateboard culture. I had all, all the West Coast hip hop stuff. So I, you know, <clears throat> all of that plays a part. So and that, in in addition to my mother being an actress, you know, we'd have like, you know, spend um, a couple months of every summer, like with my, my mom, like, and she was in the theater, for example, like at the La Jolla Playhouse in, near San Diego. And there'd be like, you know, Kevin Klein and then like Phoebe Cates is babysitting my brother. Then we get to meet Mr. <laughs> T and like all this and Pee Wee Herman and stuff like that. So and that so, was just normal for you at that time. Well, yeah. And, and, yeah, of course. You're, when you're surrounded by these like amazing people, you wonder like, how do you, how did you get here? Why, why are you doing this? Why did you choose this? So naturally, being a kid and curious, my brother and I pursued this. You know, it's, it was a necessity. You know, right. our father is creative. Our mother's creative. My my grandmother was a, a medical textbook illustrator. Like when they, before they could, you know, cut out, dissect a, a foot and take a good photo, she would draw the pictures of it. Wow. You know, and later in life she drew like psychic drawings and shit. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> she was amazing. But anyway, my, my aunts and uncles, like everyone is, is really talented. I, I'm the least talented person in my family. Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> No, but I'm number one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so. But I mean, it's got to be tough for. I mean, you were surrounded by this creativity and this uh, passion on all fronts. It's got to be so difficult for a young artist coming up that's you know maybe doesn't have that. And I think that's a that, that's really good. Is that 
and and I said this to you off the air is that you've never used you pardon me you've always been able to use your standing uh to to elevate the rest of the community in my opinion right and and I've I reached out to a bunch of other artists that have said the exact same thing that you have mm-hmm. never hesitated to uh send the elevator back down and uh you know if if you haven't been told it thank you because I think You're that's welcome. something. Yeah, well, I'm not the only one, though. Are we gonna hug uh, now? The <laughs> vast, ma- honestly, the vast majority of the the art world, especially here in Detroit, that that isn't trying to be a global gallery or right, are like that. You know, it's it's a very it it is a big family, and while there are little bubbles everywhere, it's not that hard to kind of pop them and see who's in there and what's happening. Right, um, and there's just Detroit alone. Like I used to live on. On Gratiot and Russell in like 1995, 96, 97. And I'd have to walk up to the gas station to like, you know, get cigarettes or something. And not once did I ever feel unsafe right. or anything. Like people well, you see the would same smile people. and say, well, that too, but also like the assumption that, you, that you're a good person, I feel is, is like really strong here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, it's, well, it's a friendly what, city. What else do you have, have to work off of? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you are, you're going to walk past somebody. You have no no choice but to assume everything's square. You know what yeah, I mean? and also this this city has been like so marginalized and been like the uh, suffered so much through mm-hmm. the years. Like I feel like the the general population like you only have optimism. Absolutely, you know what I mean. So it becomes a yeah. it plays a big role in daily life here. So. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. What the fuck is it? It doesn't oh. matter. That's, that's good. <laughs> as, as the how's the art scene changed in your world from the last you know ten five five ten years? Uh, has it grown? Has it become more like culturally different tastes, bigger events? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, well, you guys have an event coming up too, right? We do. We have a resident exhibition. We have public programming all the time. Again, on the website, social media, there's tons of. Uh, Artist talks and short lectures and fun kind of presentations. Um, our slideshow series, and we're working on another one now. Um, <clears throat> and then in April, we have an exhibition with uh, amazing artists. It's just Tiff Massey, who's local, um, Patrick Quarm, and Miata Kawinzi, and they're all just unbelievable, amazing artists. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to be blown away at their work. Um, <clears throat> but as far as changing, like, <clears throat> I, mean, I have to say, like, no things haven't in a weird way like i handcuffed the 60s, them. <laughs> well the 60s 70s 80s 90s like lots of art was happening here galleries were here right already you know there are people who and you know the the sad fact is you know uh the art world isn't you know insulated from gentrification either you know that happens in the gallery world you know that all the galleries sherry washington or you know there's a number of other galleries that i remember even when I first moved here, uh, that were in operation that don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Lots of little independent galleries and fun things too. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's tough to say. It's different. It's just different. Not, you know, it hasn't evolved or become better, but also hasn't become worse. Right. You know, I do feel like there's a. It's adapted throughout the years to maybe whatever the cultural. Yeah. Uh, I, I but I think there's a, a, a kind of a um, maybe a stronger effort for young people to really access the kind of legacy that they're kind of coming into right. the, the older generation, the cast corridor artists and all the amazing like muralists that were here and like sculptors. And there's, there's such a deep, rich history. Like it would be so ridiculously stupid to even 
assume that like what's happening now is like the cool shit. Right. Oh, right, right. That's a really That's great way opinion. to put it. Yep. I like this guy. Uh, so <laughs> I, here's my question. Uh, so we, we, we have, we have the arts. Um, we have the uh, music academy. I remember years ago, uh, like Red Bull came in and, and they built a thing for uh, a free running. Why does Red Park, Bull parkour, bro? That's yeah, the, yeah, hardcore parkour. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for anybody that, that they also got do a, Red Bull crash dice. <laughs> like, it, it probably yeah. is free running too. There's there's all there's all kinds of different styles. Like free running is just running, isn't I, it? Yeah. Like, but like I think it's I pronounced just, jogging, but without handcuffs. Huge I, I just like you know we're 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 talking about a, an energy drink company. Like why do they care so much about these things that they don't have to care about. <clears throat> well, it's simple. The uh, the kind of um, corporate culture there is is quite literally different. Um, you're kind of asked to look at these things in a different context and at, from different angles, and you're you're um, encouraged to investigate these kinds of things mm-hmm. and what kind of makes people tick. And ultimately, you know, go into my brand ambassador mode a bit but you know red bull gives you wings is is like the philosophy like they live real, like it's real it, mean, talk. it literally means to like elevate people absolutely to give you wings to do and then for you to fly you know um and while it sounds silly and maybe <clears throat> a little superficial or something but to some people but i truly i like i fully adopted that like i love it like right. um you know i'm not I don't drink tons of Red Bull all the time, but well, I don't think um, that's what it's necessarily about. You know what I mean? Is is drinking it? But I believe. But that's in the not that's not sure. part of it. It's it's living by those kind of ideals and uh, kind of an aspirational lifestyle Absolutely. and looking upwards all the time and also reaching back and grabbing the next person. So I never it, really thought about it like that. With the Red Bull gives you wings. But see that yeah. I mean that's never that's why like I that. wanted I wanted to ask the question because I, I I think it's very important. Like every every time there is some sort of uh you know thing that comes from Red Bull, I as an artist get excited about it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I feel like over these past ten fifteen years they've been putting on uh, like just putting in good work. You know what I mean? So like. Uh, exciting content. Yes. Yeah. That's like when they the one guy there's a guy jumping out of a plane and he's getting caught with a Red Bull parachute. <laughs> or the, the guy that jumped from space. He was it's, Red Bull. You know what I'm saying? Like is, is over the top. No, but for good, good reason. I, I love that though. It's, it's, it's like, crazy. We you know we love spectacles. Into yeah. the you know unknown, what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so when uh like in the eighties it was Evil Knievel jumping ten different right. school buses yeah. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So if you can kind of break the uh monotony yeah, and well, Red Bull certainly does that. New. And I think uh, the greatest gift uh, in the kind of corporate hierarchy or structure or philosophy is finding things that they're interested in and empowering the people who are either gatekeepers to that industry or lifestyle and trusting them to do, to do what good. they do best, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and to kind of elevate the brand as well. You know, and that's that's really an unusual thing, right? As far as I'm concerned, yeah, anyway. love it, man. Like, Shout I out just, Red Bull. I remember like the first time, you know, what I'm saying like I I went went to Eastern Market and went down those stairs, and I'm like, oh, this shit's happening. You know what I mean? Like I I was like, I I smiled. I was like, I, I'm I'm very happy because I'm you know I'm used to my my little uh little cozy nook on Joy and Southfield where uh you know we just stay over there. We don't really go downtown, but like when we do see that it's yeah. like you feel you feel things change but also you know, I mean? you know we do support tons of other little galleries for sure you know we we try to all creatives like there we even if it's like and most of the time it is like with 
in total silence. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't even know. Um, so we, we do try to feedback and we're not trying to dominate anything. We're just trying to accentuate this one thing and kind of be <clears throat> hopefully like a, a standard bearer for this kind of supportive arts right. and artists. So I, I, I just, mean. again, I, I, for whatever it's worth, uh, thanks. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's, Thanks, it's Red Bull. real dope out here. <laughs> who, uh, who are some of the artists locally and nationally that you're that you're finding that are either doing the most interesting work or that you're getting inspiration or motivation from? Because much like anything to me, uh, motivation and inspiration is so fleeting. Yeah. So, are, is there anybody out right now that is doing work, either you know, street art or abstract there, art or always? There's so many, man. I couldn't even every day. Every single day, I'm, I find someone new, even locally, that is like blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, there's there's whole groups of people too, you know, um, that just do amazing things and just little collectives and friendship circles and kind of uh, artist-run spaces. Um, I couldn't even if I said one name, I'd have to say a hundred more. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yep. There's too many locally. It's just uh, – it's really impressive and if you kind of peel back the layers a little bit, you're, the reward is pretty amazing. Right. You know, look – I mean you can look at who I follow on Instagram. You know, <laughs> yeah. look through that list. Um, what about there, there's like, like – There's so many. What about like all-time Mount Rushmore of your artists? I don't know if that's like a tacky question but like, no. oh, who's your favorite artist? But not that but like all-time that you found have been – My Mount Rushmore of artists would probably be – I mean it have to be – Jenny Seville, Gerhard Richter, John Singer Sargent, and oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel so uncultured. Just like I'm like I don't know who these guys so are. It's tough. <laughs> it's so tough. Let I me throw know. one out there for you, Michelangelo. Heard of him? <laughs> man, who's that dude? Coolest turtle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if I mean, there are p- people that you obviously like have to look up to in reference and is you're inevitably influenced by you know um like you know leonardo da vinci and all this you know who like just amazing (laughs) like practitioners who kind of um you know tore down walls and like fought against like you know literally like the catholic church to to get things done and you know were um crucified in the public realm for their their work and you know um it's tough but um, there's so many. I mean, I, there's so many periods that that I love and I, I reference. And then there's you know this whole other, the 1980s did all kinds of other stuff to, for me with like all the early kind of computer graphics and like mm-hmm. Max Headroom and and videos and you know, I think about like <laughs> Tom Petty videos and like just weird stuff. Herbie Hancock, Rocket, like right. those kinds of things. And then how futuristic breakdancing was for me. You know, to like looking at like turbo and ozone and like, and the funny thing is like, I've been fortunate when I when I grew up in L.A. My school was mostly Mexican, Filipino, Korean, and, and black. Mm-hmm. So I had a really interesting circle of friends and their families. Right. So I'd stay at those people's houses and then growing up in and then London. You know, I had like West Indian, Punjabi, you know, like African and other European people. Around, so I really got to. So you've been eating and, well for like, <laughs> oh man, decades. Can't even tell you, man. <laughs> On top of that, my mom is like an amazing cook. Right, right, she, right. She's like takes you around the world. Oh man. <laughs> but so all all of those things feed into like every everything I look at is inspiration. You know, nature is like I'm always inspired by people and and things. You know, 
Um, if you're not keeping your eyes and ears open and your heart, you know, like you're an idiot. Right. You know, there's not one thing that inspires me. It's it's a constant f- inflow. Being, you know? Just being open to receiving it from wherever or whoever it comes yeah, from, man. right? The rust bucket plane I jumped on today, <laughs> I was looking at the faded logo. I was like, oh, man, it's so cool. How how like vintage that looks, and I realized yeah, how the, the logo is actually the original. It was the original American Airlines right, logo. Right. It's probably they dusted the mothballs yeah. off to take me home because <laughs> they know I hate flying. Right, you know. Um, but Did you have a safe flight though. Was it wasn't too bumpy? Yeah, no, it was cool, man. I'm not you know, a big flyer either. There was a, I feel like the window was going to pop out. I was imagining myself getting sucked out. <laughs> Yo, you can't joke about like that <laughs> happens. That has happened. Like in the last, I know year. that's why it freaks yeah. me out. I'm terrified of flying. I hate it. Just puts on two seatbelts. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the aisle seat, yeah, please. Holding the dude in front of me, hoping to push him out. Hey, instead, right, right. You, you know. go. Yeah, just, just post up in the bathroom. There's no windows there. You'll be fine. You'll be fine, man. Oh, so, man. Um, any advice for young artists looking to come up? Like, what do you got for them? We're we're gonna wrap up here shortly. Sure. Uh, I mean, two things that I, I benefited most from in my life is one, learning how to say no when you need to say no. Um, not, not taking a job, um, you know, any, anything. Um, and also, more importantly, knowing how to be honest and how to tell the truth and how to be truthful with yourself, with your feelings, with people around you. I, I've struggled with both of those things my whole life. I, you know, I don't feel like I became, you know, the me I am today until I was like, you know, 32. Yeah, but, which you know. is still, I'm sure, much like a lot of people who care to admit it, plagued with not necessarily self-doubt, but periods of like, like what do they say that there's always like that five steps to creating art? Like one, I'm going to do it. Number two, I'm doing it. Number three, this is shit. <laughs> Number four, I'm shit. Yeah, right. well, <laughs> Number five, this is amazing and yeah, it's done. You, you like, have to be able to um, kind of welcome criticism and be critical of yourself um, and kind of examine like why people might have certain opinions about certain But art is things. subjective, right? Like two people can look at the same thing. It is, thing but it's also see... not a democracy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> there, you, I can tell if someone, you know, studied like f- anatomy or figure drawing in their paintings. You know what I mean? You can't just straight up draw a hand and expect someone to go, like, that looks like you're a professional artist. Sure. You know? I, I don't even do that shit anymore because I'm just not talented enough. It's terrifying. Right. I, I've taken inspiration from something totally different because that's something I can be happy with. And as sad as that is, that's that's my reality as being an artist, you know. And if I can use my kind of experience in other ways to in any way influence an artist or be a tiny part of someone else's success, then I'm a success as an artist. Right. If, if, beautiful if thing, I can man. contribute that little bit – then I'm happy. You know, I can't pursue fame and fortune and, and no one should be doing that. You should be making art because you, you need to, because you're compelled to, right. you know, that's my opinion anyway. So, well, uh, <laughs> well I, I think it's a pretty well formulated opinion. Sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Man, I, you know, and I, and I feel bad because uh, we've only got 30 minutes. Matt, I would love it if you came back on here again. Yeah, sure, anytime, man. Uh, if, if you've got something coming up that you want to want to talk about, every come back Wednesday. On all no, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll talk your ear off, man. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I, I know, like, like I feel bad because, like, we've done we've done several shows, and like, no offense to anybody, but I feel I feel like I'm way better than I was before. So you that do, doesn't man. suck. 
You, know you get more comfortable, you improve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, but I mean specifically because of you being here. You know what I'm Aww. saying? I, I feel like uh, we of all and whoever's listening have heard some some real uh, t-shirt worthy things. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Maybe a tank top. I don't know, like a full T-shirt. I think more like a bathroom stall wall. Yeah, yeah there you go. You That's when the words of the modern prophets are, are engraved on the bathroom stalls. Oh my god! All right, man. Well, yeah, let's do this again. Cool. Uh, when's the event? When's the uh, the upcoming show? It's in uh, April. Ch- check out our social media. I think it's April fourteenth. I'm gonna kill myself if I don't remember it. But check out our website. Check out our Instagram, Red Bull Arts, and um, all the infos on there. Excellent, you know? man. Thank you so much. Uh, also, please go check out thedetroitlocal.com. Check us out on Facebook at the Detroit Local. We have a huge event coming up uh, with a bunch of artists, a live podcast recording at PJ's Lager House on April 6th. Matt, you want to come? Yeah, man, of course. Bet. All right. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like to ask and yeah. lock it in. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, uh, I said that on air. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, no takes <laughs> back. <laughs> yep. Locked in, man. Well, um, one of the artists that is performing, uh, you heard the beginning of the song uh, as our new intro. I'm going to play the as the outro here it's a song from their new album mr and kurt cataract featuring capelli it's off the album approaching land this song is called the payoff it's the new hotness goes hard like so 10 uh, please yeah car you got anything else <laughs> uh man you, you you know how i say it man like everybody just stay alive man and uh we'll do it again next time perfect one love matt thank you so much thank you guys all right man let me tell you something there is no nobility in poverty I have been a rich man and I have been a poor man and I choose rich every fucking time. Because at least as a rich man, when I have to face my problems, I show up in the back of a limo wearing a $2,000 suit and a $40,000 gold fucking watch. Raise the toast to the rejects and boast on my regrets And contemplate on consequences that I cannot see yet Rocking with this 9 to 5 until I see MC checks But am I living my life alive for accolades and respect? Don't dance around the question, don't you deflect I still envision catching rhythm live on your TV set Sitting with some liquor, mixing shit I ain't released yet How could I stop when I ain't reached my peak yet? I still got dreams, racking up 100 million streams And women feeling fitted, denim busting out the scene All lining up to line my bank account with plenty green It's funny how my life keep finding ways to intervene I'm setting up to settle down With a wife that wants stability And I don't want to be the type to let her down I need my pockets thicker than a triple feather down With a narrow window to when I'm chasing my blessings now Yo, but which way to the payoff Play it safe and work your way into a layoff Pick a side, do a die, roll the dice Sacrifice it, but you still don't know the price Yo, but which way to the payoff Play it safe and work your way into a layoff Pick a side, do a die, roll the dice Sacrifice it, but you still don't know the price I've got a head full of stress Just trying to make the best of what's left Just trying to make the best of
of what's left, of what's left, of what's left. And now I find myself once again at a fork in the road. A monologue and tipping dominoes and cracking the code. Spinning plates, wondering what it's like. For my next trick, I'm gonna turn the fork to a butter knife. Cause I mean, as much as I've been thinking, the road splits. I'm slowly understanding it's illusion to omit. And that looks to be the only way to approach it. Moving right along, now you see it and now you don't. It's like. Yo, my wish way to the payoff. Play it safe and work your way into a layoff. Pick a side, do a die, roll the dice. Sacrifice it, but you still don't know the price. Yo, the witch way to the payoff. Play it safe and work your way into a layoff. Pick a side, do a die, roll the dice. Sacrifice it, but you still don't know the price. 